Welcome to another edition of Market Impact Insights, your podcast source for business leadership perspectives to help your business grow. Hear from experts in marketing, sales, business strategy, and more with practical advice for business success. Make sure you won't miss the latest episodes by visiting marketimpactnow.com. Now, here's your host, Dan Albaum. Welcome back, everyone. It's been said that creative without strategy is called art, and creative with strategy is called advertising. And great advertising has been critical to the success of many B2B and B2C companies. And here today to talk through the dynamic of how companies work effectively with agencies on the whole spectrum of outbound communication, including marketing and advertising, is Mike Cobb. Mike is a veteran, a senior leader at numerous agencies, including CMD and Mira Creative Group. And he started his own consulting business to work with various companies to help them optimize their agency deliverables and their business results. And he's currently working with a very large privately held company to optimize their brand and product initiatives. Mike, welcome to the program. Great. It's great to be with you today, Dan. I'm looking forward to a lively conversation. So Mike, you've worked in and around advertising and marketing agencies for a number of business clients for nearly 30 years. What's this whole puzzle around achieving maximum return on investment all about? RRI remains, I, I believe, an interesting and evolving conversation. ROI has meant different things to agencies and industry. The definition, well, it's, it's kind of been undefined and to some extent remains fairly vague. Over the years, uh, agency operations might evaluate ROI as, did we come in on budget? How many billable hours did we charge? Can we charge? Did we make a profit? Were our resources utilized? On the other side, account management might have looked at it a different way. Did we, de- did we deliver on time, on budget? Was the client satisfied? Do we think we delivered value? Uh, maybe we should discuss the results over lunch or a drink. Agency finance might ask, when will we receive our check? On the other hand, corporations relied on pressure from a variety of internal groups, causing them to ask, did we stay on budget? Did we come in under budget? Can someone else use that remaining budget? Did we meet our objectives and did the creative look good? And ultimately, did we sell? Did we sell more, whether it's a product or a service? But over time, um, the conversation has progressed. Strategy, goals, and results are discussed and hopefully measured. You know, but you would think this would be an easy task and incorporated every time. It's amazing, though how often ROI becomes secondary to other conversations and activities as we work through a campaign or a project. Some of the guidelines, Dan, I use to help uh, really put the ROI puzzle pieces together. And, you know, it, it, it really depends on who we're talking with and who we're working with. But I think some of the, the, the baseline is keep your approach to ROI simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Over-communicate through the process. Have a strategy to measure. 
define um, what you will measure. What kind of business impact is it? And then absolutely collect and analyze the data and establish a baseline. Communicate the goals and the results. Select a tool, how you're going to really track ROI. Is it a Word document? Is it a PowerPoint? Is it a dashboard? And there's so many different other tools out there you can use, but select one. And then I think part of the process of ROI and the puzzle and really making sure that you're, you're moving down the path is, you know, communicate the goals and results and, and with your internal teams. And review the data, analyze and optimize the data that you're doing it. And then lastly, summarize and share your thoughts, whether they're positive or negative. And I think sometimes in ROI, people get so caught up on sharing a, a positive result. That's not ultimately the, 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 the goal. The goal is to see movement and to measure the activity uh, that you've set out in your strategy. And then really learn, adapt, and improve. As, as you move forward. Yeah, Mike, that makes a lot of sense. And it, it sounds like it really comes down to the basics of committing to very specific outcomes that you want to see as a client, and then making sure there's really strong alignment with whatever agency you're partnering with so that you're marching towards the same ultimate outcome. Yeah. And, and one of the things I think is, you know, since it's, it's absolutely defining what ROI is up front, Dan, and what it means to your organization, and then how it's going to really impact the campaign or the project. So I would absolutely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's take a step back to a bigger eternal question that I know has come up in many of the marketing organizations I've worked in. And that is, what marketing functions are best served with in-house resources versus those that are better suited for outside agency help? That's just a question that keeps coming up in inside all sizes, different types of marketing organizations. So Mike, any advice for best approach to help figure that question out? You know, that's a great question. And I don't think there's one answer that fits every situation or company. And if you look back from a historical perspective, there seems to be a pattern or trend for a while, there will be a swing in opinion to take marketing services and functional teams in internally. You'll hear a variety of reasons and rational, rationale why that makes sense. And then the trend will shift, and you'll hear about a push to utilize external agencies. It seems like it swings back and forth every couple of years, and, um, I, but I think at the same time, uh, you really need to evaluate what's important for your specific company? Um, do you need an internal team, an external team, and really going through a, a process and, and trying to determine it? I think a general observation, uh, success will most likely be a blend of external and internal teams. Um, and I think some of the factors that really will impact the, the blend is the size of your company. You know, you're a multinational company or you're a startup company with very lim limited resources and potentially budget. Your corporate philosophy about headcount and staffing. And I think, you know, there's a many, many times we, we've worked with companies and have been engaged when uh, corporate 
uh, policy will not allow for additional headcount. So the external agencies are used and, and brought in to support the team. The type of marketing activities that you're working on, the services required. And I think part of the factor is an individual or a company, their past experience working with agencies. And were, was it a great experience? Did you struggle? So I think those are some of the really baseline um, considerations you need to think about as you're thinking about internal or external. Um, some of the questions I bring up, and I think it's worthy of, of consideration as well. What is the marketing function? Is it a specialized skill set? or traditional service offering. You know, I think you need to think about how often will the specialized service be utilized? Can you afford to hire that specialized service uh, as on a full-time basis? Or is it best to find that resource when you're just gonna maximize the hours, the days or the months that you would utilize them? Second thing I kind of think about, is there a benefit to having a team or a person in-house versus external? Do they interact with others within the company on a regular basis? Are they leading a team or a functional discipline? Or can they operate independently and be very productive? Another thought. What about company culture? <clears throat> Is that important? Do they, do, do they need a connection, a purpose, a passion for the business? One of the companies I'm working with right now, company culture, is extremely important. And... Um, the, the, the internal marketing team lives and breathes the culture. They understand it. They adapt it. And I think for the company I'm engaged with right now, it's really important. Other companies, that might not be as important as well. So I think you got to consider company culture. Um, business knowledge about the products, the company, and the process is something else you need to think about. How important is that to the success of the campaign? Another key consideration is diversification, diversification and experience. How important is innovative thinking, new ideas, pushing the expected or possibly a fresh perspective? And can you really get that from your internal marketing teams and internal resources? I think sometimes the answer is yes. Other times the answer is absolutely not. So I think you need to give that a consideration. Cost um, analysis, internal versus external, the cost factor, but also expected util utilization. Um, are they going to be used 30, 40 45 hours a week, or are they going to be used 10 to 12 hours a week? I think cost is another thing. Efficiency and speed is, and you know, analyze the type of work. Is it repetitive and production-based, or is it strategic and, and, and creative? And so sometimes an internal team, if it's, if it's repetitive and production-based, uh, are great, a great resource to think on the internal resources as well. And I don't want to minimize strategic and creative as an internal option, but sometimes when you go outside – You'll 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 get a little bit more experience and diversity when when agencies are working with other companies. And then lastly, I would say in this is health of your organization. When you look at internal versus external, do people really want to work full time at your company? Is it a productive environment? Are people driven? Do they have a purpose? Are internal employees motivated? So I think you have to look at, at the health of your organization as well and the environment that you'll be uh, bringing people into. Overall, it's not an easy answer, I don't think. I think you need to consider your options, make a decision, it's not always easy, and then measure your results. Well, it's an important decision, and 
There's so much to consider, but where I've seen it play out is that by taking the time to be thoughtful on the front end versus just going out and scrambling and just assuming you need all these outside resources, but you don't do all of that thoughtful uh, set of consideration that you just outlined, everybody gets disappointed, right? Because you just haven't really um, determined the best way to utilize those outside resources. So put the time in up front, as you were saying, uh, do the thoughtful work and it'll pay off downstream. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so Mike, once a company does figure out how to align their internal and their external agency resources, what are the most critical factors uh, around that relationship that you've seen that really generate the greatest productivity and the best long-term relationships? Once again, Dan, just another great question. I think there are a number of, of considerations, and I think they, they all differ for different companies. Um, but as I, as I gave it some thought, um, the agency really needs to take time to understand your business, the client's business, the goals, the structure, competition, and outcomes. They need to be invested in the relationship. They need to have the ability to listen. And I mean really listen, not to a deaf ear, but really listen to the client's needs. They have to have confidence to share an opinion, to bring a point of view, and to take some risk. And, you know, and I think everyone has to decide um, what role do they want their agency to play. You know, I think another really successful part of a long-term relationship, are they, be, are they committed to really becoming your business partner? That they'll push you, support you, and allow you to become a, a, a better marketer? They provide strategic thinking, um, challenge you. They're technology savvy and they're committed and passionate about driving results. And if you're looking for just a production resource, that's a whole different conversation. But I, I'm looking for that long-term strategic partner that's really going to push people forward. I think you need to give consideration to category experience. I think it's worked both ways for me in the past. Category experience, you ramp, you, you ramp up much quicker. Uh, you'll have a point of view. Um, on the other hand, sometimes category experience may not be the best. Someone's going to come in and like that really challenge you it's a, and, and bring new ideas. It may take a little bit more time to ramp them up, but I think they can become a very uh, valuable business partner. The size of the agency. I think this is important too. How, how important will you be to the agency? And I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer, big or small or midsize, but I think it's part of the conversation. Are you... Um, are you going to be important to them? Are you going to get their A team? Are you going to get their C team? So I think you need to figure out where do you fit in the relationship. Financial stability is key. Are they financially stable? Um, I think you have to consider that. And and location to your business. We've I've worked with companies all over the world, all over the country. There's something to be said about being local. Um, it's a little bit easier when you can have an in-person meeting. Is it necessary? Absolutely not. With all the technology, Skype and so forth, you can, you can manage so many different ways, but there's something to be said about that as well. Accountability. You want an agency that's going to be accountable, that believes in data metrics and tracking and will step up to the plate. 
and admit when they're right and admit when there's a shortcoming. But I think the most important and my final thought on this is the uh, most important element is trust, is open communication, passion and respect, and willing to become an extension of, of, of your team the client's team, and ultimately they love what they do. And I think when a real successful relationship, the, the agency is a part of your organization, but they really love what they do. You can see it in their eyes. You can hear it in their voices. You can see the commitment that they make. And so that's my thoughts, uh, Dan, on it's, it's, it's quite a list, but it's really important. And there's a number of things to consider. Yeah, absolutely. And just circling back, to at the very top of the program when we were talking about ROI and business value, the business value of investing in those external agency resources. And I have seen many examples across my career of wasted marketing budgets, paying out fees with very little tangible business value measured. So what is the key to avoid that situation and ensure there's really healthy High accountability. Great question again, and I've experienced this more than I'd like to admit. I believe many agencies struggle with measured business value. I think this is one of the reasons uh, many corporations are, are really valuing the use of an outside agency or building out an internal marketing team. A lot of agencies measure value on number of billable hours, not on value, productivity, or results. Individual teams and and uh, individuals and, and teams are measured and compensated on meeting and exceeding billable hours. And I'm not sure if that's really the best the best way to move forward. Um, but I think as you really look at agency fees and, and business value, the very first thing you need to think about is accountability. And you really need to start with the basics, a defined strategy, a well-written brief. What we talked about, metrics, you know, uh, and ROI are established with the expectation the agency will meet and exceed the goal. Schedule business reviews. Have the agency provide updates on business trends, results, budgets, and value. Just not on activity of what they're doing. Not just down to the production calendar. But take the conversation up. I think part of the success is smaller teams. With Make sure you have meetings with an agenda and you find outcomes. Limit the number of people from the agency. Make sure every one of them is providing value. And if they're not, Ask them to leave. I think sometimes agency have that the trend to bring in way too many people. Everyone wants to be involved. Well, that's going to cost you money. And sometimes I think it brings away the takes away the effectiveness of a meeting. Sometimes you need them there. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes and, and a lot of times there's too many people in an agency. Um, be observant of the agency management. Are they providing value or not? Um, make sure they understand your business and they're there for the right reason. And then I think the last thing is consider a different compensation model. What if the agency's total compensation wasn't structured on billable hours? I mean, there's been conversation about this for years, and I think it would be worthy of giving that some consideration. Could another uh, model potentially be put in place, partially paid on successful ROI? Huh, that's interesting. That's how we started the conversation. You know, how does the agency get some skin in the game? And I don't, they have to be fair to the agency, but you have to be fair to the corporate client as well. So I think there's something to be said about the compensation model, and it might be worthy of giving that some thought. I like that a lot, the idea of sharing and having 
kind of a stake in what the actual business results are, right? Tied to compensation. It's really interesting. It, it definitely uh, is going to drive greater accountability. Absolutely. So Mike, so Mike, just in wrapping up, do you have any other advice for businesses that are seeking to strike the right balance between their internally resourced marketing activities and their investment well, in outside agencies? Um, um, I think number one, um, you need to really evaluate your current situation and determine what is working and what needs to be improved. As you evaluate it, um, I think you need to really look at, take the personalities out of the, the initial equation and make sure that you're looking at it from a, a data and a business point of view. And so many successful agencies and, and clients have a great relationship, but I think you really need to look at the data and the facts. I would also encourage everyone to find a good business partner, to challenge your thinking, to really make sure that you're being innovative in your thoughts and, and really find a business partner for you that way as well. Look at your upcoming needs. Evaluate and, and analyze your current capabilities, available resources, and ultimately your budget. Where can you where can you really maximize your budget? Um, I don't think it's necessary to make any radical changes, and I, I think you have to be really careful on that. But I think you need to be logical and apply discipline to your thinking. And lastly, I think you need to be willing to take a risk. Um, the the industry is evolving and changing so fast. It's changing daily, and it's really a competitive environment out there. So I think once again, you need to be logical, apply discipline, but you have to be willing to to take a risk to leapfrog and stay ahead of the curve. Mike, great insights. Thanks again for joining and sharing your experience and ideas around how companies can get the most out of their investment in agency relationships. So thanks again. And a reminder to everyone to please make sure as you find our podcast out on iTunes, Spotify, where you can rate and review, very, very important to give us the feedback. And remember to visit marketimpactnow.com for the latest in business leadership perspectives. So long until next time.